It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast, the victory edition. On Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Reds. Great to be with you. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, LockedOnReds.com, Player FM, wherever you get your podcast, you could probably find the Locked On Reds podcast. There's a lot right now at LockedOnReds.com, including a series preview. A recap of Tyler Malley's great outing yesterday. And if you're new to this podcast, well, it's simple. I'm James Erpine. I host for ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW in Cincinnati. And we do this every single day. You get your daily Reds fix in a concise 15 to 20-minute podcast. And boy, oh boy, do I have a show for you, including a recap of yesterday's win over the Cubs and why I'm feeling pretty good about the Reds, even though they're 1-3. in three. All of that and more coming up in the next 15 minutes or so. And let's start with the right way. Let's start with the Hall of Famer. They're standing here at Great American Ballpark. Iglesias trying to finish off the Cubs as he lets it fly. And it's a ground ball hit to third. Up with it, Suarez. A throw to first. And this one belongs to the Reds. A one nothing shutout. Turled by... Four different Reds pitchers. Tyler Malley goes six innings and throws one hit. Jared Hughes, a seventh inning. Wandy Peralta and Rysel Iglesias. The Reds are on the board for the first time here in 2018. And they do it by beating the Cubs one to nothing. And that's Marty Brenneman, the Hall of Famer, 700 WLW Reds Radio Network as the Reds. Well, they won yesterday one to nothing over the Chicago Cubs, a game I was at, and I'll be honest, I froze my tail off yesterday because I wore a T-shirt and a hoodie, and it was one of those. It, it was a. It's an athletic, like thin Reds hoodie, and boy, oh boy, did I make a mistake! I, did I make a mistake? I was freezing, but it was worth it because, well, the Reds got the first W of the year, and it, it was great because Tyler Malley pitched well, the bullpen came in and did their thing. Rasiel Iglesias pitched very well, pitched uh, got a, a two inning save, which. You need like that's the thing is I was just hoping they could get it to him and give him a reasonable chance because once you get it to Iglesias, you know you got a good shot. The Reds were able to do that yesterday. Tyler Malley, the man of the hour, though. Six innings, zero runs, only one hit, two walks, seven strikeouts. Jared Hughes, Wandy Peralta, and Iglesias, as I mentioned, also pitched as well. They did the final three innings, and well, 
handled business. Iglesias came on in the eighth with two on, only one out, walked Bryant, then he got Rizzo with a, a strikeout. And that's, look, Iglesias, that's what he's here for. He's not going to get a ton of appearances. He's just not because who knows how when the Reds are going to get those opportunities unless you really expect them to win 80, 90 games. But Tyler Malley pitched well. They didn't waste it. They get a one nothing win. Here's Red starter Tyler Malley yesterday with reporters. I guess we'll start with just first win of the season for the club. Just how important was it for this group to kind of experience the first win of the year? Oh, it was huge, you know, um, but it, it was going to happen, you know, regardless. Um, and I'm, I'm glad it could happen tonight on the night that I started. And uh, so many guys can contribute, you know, um, playing great defense. And then uh, the pitchers that came in doing a great job. And um, it was it was just an all-around, you know, team win, even though it seemed like it was only 1-0. But um, just the plays that were made behind us and, and tucked back there calling a great game, you know. What would you like most about your outing? Um, just that I was able to locate my fastball really well. Um, slider and changeup came came along like maybe in the last couple innings um, but for the most part you know that I was able to take over the game kind of with my fastball. Tucker was talking about your fastball location is that kind of your bread and butter that you kind of really build off your successes off your location of your fastball? Definitely and then um, it makes my changeup and slider a lot better because it's it's tough to sit um, or it's tough to hit anything else if you're sitting on a fastball especially one like in or whatever um, um, so so that that definitely, you know, complements everything. That's Tyler Malley after the game. You heard the other voice you heard there was Joe Danham in Fox 19. And to me, it was just is a great performance. It gave me uh, hope, a reason to to buy into the starting rotation. And I want to get into the rotation in a bit as, as well as the first four games of the year. But Tyler Malley pitched well. Brian Price, well, he thought he pitched well. Here's the Reds manager. On Malley. He was great. You know, in the first inning, they made him throw some pitches. You know, uh, Hap grinds out in at bat, and, and uh, he ends up having to make some really big pitches in the first and got his pitch count up over 20. And uh, I think the third inning was the inning where he had a really quick inning, and I think that, that kind of saved his bacon with his pitch count, and he really took over, made a ton of good pitches with his fastball. It's what the Reds need. I mean, they needed that. They needed to get a win anyways just to kind of – show people they could do it and I get it they were playing the Nationals and the Cubs and it it sucks it's a it's a tough five game stretch by the way Reds and Cubs tonight Great American Ballpark first pitch 640 but to me I, I was encouraged by this I was encouraged even though I was freezing my tail off it made it worth it and Mally pitches well turns it the ball over to the bullpen there were times when I thought the bullpen would get fluttered or fluster or you know break under pressure and they didn't one more from Reds manager Brian Price here he is on the bullpen you know our bullpen is is trying we're starting to try I don't hate to say define roles but trying to find the best way to to mix them and in this case it was um, it it wasn't as challenging when you just have to go to you know to Hughes Peralta and Iglesias and Eggy was big coming back after pitching an inning yesterday coming in and having to face Bryant and then Rizzo get the last out of the inning and then you know there's not really a lot of easy outs in their lineup and I thought he handled that ninth inning extremely well so rave reviews there from Brian Price good stuff good stuff as the Reds look for their second win tonight I, I was just I was very impressed and I want to segue here because it's just one win the Reds are one in three you're probably like James why the hell are you so damn optimistic and I want to get to you uh, and explain why in just a second just a reminder that at LockedOnReds.com, there's a ton. 
including a, a preview of tonight's matchup, including a, a look back at what Tyler Malley did yesterday, and so much more. Every single podcast as well is posted at LockedOnReds.com. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. And a lot of people naturally so. Heck, I talked about this. I host the show noon to one every single day here in Cincinnati called Cincy 360. And they wondered why in the world was I so optimistic about the Reds after four games because I tweeted this out and you can see it as well on the uh, Locked on Reds Twitter feed but I said how would you grade the Reds first four games and 2% say A, 10% say B, 47% say C, 41% say D or F and the reason I couldn't make it their own category is because Twitter only lets you do four options on a Twitter poll. So far over 900 people have voted. You still have 19 hours to vote as of now. It's uh, 1.40 Eastern time as I record this podcast. So still have plenty of time to vote and uh, gauge how you feel right now about the Reds. But in my mind, think about it like this. 88% of fans say C or lower. And I think the Reds, honestly, through four games, one and three, B+. And you're going to call me crazy, and that's fine. And I'll take your tweets on this, your emails as well. James Erpine at ESPN1530.com. Here's why. Here's why I feel the way I do about the Reds. Because if you, if you would have told me coming into this year that, so one week ago today, who's the one pitcher, if you would have asked, who's the one pitcher that's going to be the guy the Reds can bank on to have the most success? Despite injuries, despite all their history, who's the one that you're most confident will have success in 2018? Starting pitcher. I would say Luis Castillo. And after that, I wouldn't really know where to go. I, I was hopeful, obviously, for some of these other guys like Tyler Malley and Sal Romano and obviously Homer Bailey. But four games in, Homer Bailey looked great on opening day, stayed healthy, pitched well, pitched in tough spots, gave him six tough innings in which really he couldn't make a mistake or it would have cost them and kept them out of the game, knocked them out of the game the way they were going up and, and not faring well against Max Scherzer. But... Luis Castillo, he did struggle on Saturday. I get it. Sal Romano recovered very nicely on Sunday. Gave up just three runs after a bad first inning. And then yesterday, Tyler Malley. So you're telling me Homer Bailey, Sal Romano, and Tyler Malley have all had at least decent outings. The guy that I'm least worried about in Luis Castillo struggled. Overall, that's a pretty good start. Couple that with the fact that Jesse Winker... Seems to get it as far as leadoff. He had two walks yesterday. He seems to get it. So now, Jesse Winker, so far, pretty good. 
had a really good play in right field yesterday. Took a bad track the ball poorly, but still caught the ball and uh, made a good play diving in right field. So I look at that and I say, all right, so this outfield rotation, it might be odd, but at least Winker's playing. He's played in all but one of the games. Billy Hamilton is hitting eighth or ninth. So clearly Brian Price is like, yeah, we're not going to have Billy lead off much. Overall, B+. Plus. I get it. It's They're one in three, and you might not have expected that. You were hoping for more, and naturally as fans, that's what you want. But in my mind, that wasn't it. I've said it, and I'll say it, and I'll continue to say it on this podcast. This year, it's about setting the table. That's my slogan. Set the table. 2018 Reds, set the table. You want to set the table for next season. You want to know what guys you can bank on rotation-wise who the outfielders are going to be. If Jose Peraza can be the man at shortstop, maybe you end up getting Nick Senzel up here and he plays third or short. Overall, though, has the offense caught up with the pitching at times? No. Has the pitching caught up with the offense when the offense was good? No. I get it. I understand you're frustrated. They're one and three. But I give them a B plus because this team went up against Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, heck, they got John Lester today. They're going up against two of the best, if not the two best teams in the National League to start the season. And so far, knock on wood with Cody Reed tonight, the starting rotation has fared pretty well. Has fared pretty damn well. And Jesse Winker's playing all right. Now you're going to look and you're going to say, James, he's hitting 222. I get it. Look, his average isn't great. But his on-base percentage, it's high. And part of it's because he walked twice last uh, yesterday. Fine with that. Totally good with that. Yeah. Scooter Jeanette's hitting the ball early. We'll see what these other guys do. Tucker Barnhart had a really nice day yesterday. But overall, I'm not going to come on here and give you just, oh, the Reds lost today. They suck. Or the Reds won today. They're great. Because to me, it's about how. The how they lost. How they won. And so far, like if they win... 15 to 12 and no one pitches well well that's awesome they hit the ball well but I know they can't that's not like a realistic formula you know what is a realistic formula three out of four days you know your starters going six plus innings and allowing three runs or less which has happened three out of four right now that seems like improvement from last year will it continue I don't know I hope so but that's why I'm hopeful for the 20 18 Cincinnati Reds, and I'm excited, and I give them a B-plus through four games. You can tweet me at James Rapine, at Locked on Reds. Also, by the way, vote in the poll question. I will have, by the time you hear this, it should be posted at LockedOnReds.com. It's also on Twitter as well if you want to check it out there. I'm so happy you listened to today's podcast. Tomorrow, there's a lot. There's a lot that we're going to get to. Obviously, we'll recap today's game against the Cubs. We'll discuss a bunch of different things. Working on some guests. We'll have two guests this week. As always, I told you this. Chad Dotson, Doug Gray. Those are my go-tos. Just a programming note, though, is we won't have a podcast Monday. I know we won't have a podcast. I have a bachelor party over the weekend. It's out of town. I don't fly in until Tuesday morning early. Freaking red eye. So we won't have a, a podcast Monday With that being said, I'm sure I'll have time to write, have time to post something at LockedOnReds.com. Thank you so much for listening. Until tomorrow, when we'll recap the Reds, hopefully. Don't tell anyone. 
maybe their second win in a row. Knock on wood. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.